pause for a moment and step aside and talk about the difference between authoritative language and permissive language, which, mind you, the difference between the two is not just in tone of delivery. Authoritative doesn't mean to have to be that I'm shouting and I'm now domineering you. And permissive doesn't now have to mean that I'm speaking in this relatively weak voice and maybe, no, instead, the difference between authoritative language and permissive language could be as simple as word choice because now you are thinking about the ways you could put this into your business. You know your business can change people's lives, but you don't yet have the right words to inspire them to take action. Imagine the changes you will create in your business as you tap into the secrets of ethical influence and positive persuasion to not only better serve your clients, but also to supercharge your financial freedom. I'm your host, Jason Lynette, and welcome to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast. I help entrepreneurs and business owners just like you to close more premium sales. And no, this isn't about tricking or manipulating people, not at all. It's about helping your prospects to appropriately sell themselves into your products or services. Please hit subscribe and get all the episodes now at jasonlinette.com. You know that old saying that a picture is worth a thousand words? Well, think about this for a moment. The words that you speak inspire what we call representations in the mind of your prospect, that person who's considering making use of your business. The very words that we use can create images, can create feelings, might even create different sounds in the person's mind, possibly even taste and smells if that's the goal of what you do. And this week's episode of Hypnotic Language Hacks is all about words that bypass mental blocks. What if we could use the right words at the right time to ethically sell people into our products or services, help them to annihilate their own possible objections, and inspire people to take action even further? So stick through this week's episode because I've got five specific language patterns I'm going to be peeling back the curtain and revealing to you. Plus, stick around. I'll explain how you can get even more. Before we get started today, if you want to easily grab people's attention, naturally build authority, and organically have your prospects wanting more from you, even before you've made an offer, I've created a step-by-step -step program to help you to do just that. It's called Business Influence Systems. And this is your opportunity now to visit jasonlinette.com to get a free behind-the-scenes tour of the exact hypnotic persuasion strategies that you can ethically use to better start up or scale up your business. If you want a proven framework to boost your confidence, attract premium clients, and inspire more people to take action with you, get Business Influence Systems now at jasonlinette.com. Okay, so I should probably tell you in advance, you are about to listen to me nerd out over words and vocabulary for like the next 20 minutes. This is honestly one of my favorite things in the world the power of words, the power of the images we can inspire in someone's mind, that simply by changing one word to something else, we can create entirely new perceptions in someone's mind. And even before I get into the five specific words and patterns that bypass mental blocks, let me give you two quick examples to kind of set the foundation for where we're going. One example you might be able to use, maybe, maybe not, but then again, those of you that are parents, you might see an application of this with your kids, perhaps. But then again, the second application, anybody who works with clients, anybody who does scheduled services, I know this is something you're probably gonna put into use right away. So, so the first example, 
Let's think for a moment as if you were like at a doctor's office and the doctor was doing some sort of quick, let's say outpatient procedure, nothing major, but just something that needed a little bit of attention to, to say it simply. And imagine that now the doctor is doing that procedure and as they're doing that, they say to you, let me know what kind of pressure you're noticing or let me know if you feel any pressure, which by using that word, something kind of magical has happened. Now you're going into your mind, you're searching inside of your feelings and sensations, and now whatever feelings are there, you're going to start to recognize as pressure, as to whether or not there's a lot of pressure or a little bit of pressure. Meanwhile, some of you might be already a little bit ahead of me, because what's another word that they could have used that would have had a very different response? Let me know if you feel any pain, or even worse, let me know if this hurts which then again may be what they're looking for, but by directing you to sort inside for the feeling of pressure, we get an entirely different response, which by the way, as I hinted, that's one I used with my kids all the time. They're going in for a shot, they're going in for some sort of quick medical visit, and hey, you might feel some pressure as the doctor's doing this. And suddenly there's the doctor or even the nurse with the jaw hanging down in surprise that my kid wasn't screaming in pain. Why? Because I had them sorting for pressure. So test that one out for yourself. Here's the example though that many of you might be able to use right away. And let me, again, build the foundation for this one first. Let's imagine that you're in a business that sees clients. Maybe you see clients one-to-one -one in person or possibly you go to them or maybe even by way of online Zoom or even a phone call. Whatever the situation, which is one part of what I do with my consulting students, the people inside of my programs. Consider this though. Sometimes, to say it politely, life happens. And without enough appropriate notice, that person that morning informs me that they can't make it that day. Or perhaps, even though I've got robust systems for scheduling and sending out reminders, emails and text, for whatever reason, maybe the person has their devices off and they don't see the reminders and they just simply forget. Anybody who works with any kind of service-related industry, that sort of no-show appointment is a major challenge to begin to overcome. Now, any service business, even one like mine that gets paid in advance, is going to run into that as a challenge. Yet you might be surprised to learn. For that situation, I don't have a cancellation fee. I don't. I have no cancellation fee at all. And that might surprise you, even the fact that a lot of my services are a bit at a premium these days, I don't have a cancellation fee. Some of you are already ahead of me here, because instead, I have a rescheduling policy. Ooh, what happened by changing out the words cancellation fee instead to rescheduling policy? Well, think about it, cancellation fee is a penalty. That is a punishment. How dare you, now you have to pay the fine. That's the representation that's created in our minds with the words cancellation fee. And instead, in advance, I could have used the words cancellation fee, but instead, my rescheduling policy states either that time is forfeited in the program or you pay this amount to reclaim the missed time. That's still a cancellation fee, but no, my friends, we call it a rescheduling policy. And the biggest change as a result of this is that very often in that rare situation, this is not common for me, in that rare situation that someone is paying that payment, they are actually thanking me and apologizing when previously 
when it was a cancellation fee, it was argumentative and very often a reason why we broke rapport, which the side story to this, by the way, is a story from like seven or eight years ago. She calls me up. We're in the middle of a program together and she calls up a bit frantically and goes, Jason, what's your cancellation fee? Her words. <laughs> what's your cancellation fee? Oh, you either forfeit the session or you pay for the missed time. Oh, sweet. I'm closing a $50,000 contracting agreement for my company. Charge my card. I'll see you next week. She did that measurement. Those of you that have maybe read the book Freakonomics, there's the example in that book about how a daycare was kind of playing with the cancellation policy or late pickup charge. Worth the read. Go check that out. So, so now that we have that foundation, you can start to see, again, the benefits of changing a few words out. My services don't cost anything. They don't. Instead, there's a respectable investment. Different words, different representations. So today's episode, episode number 11, which as a reminder, as always, you can head over to jasonlinette.com forward slash just the number 11. That'll bring you over to the show notes of this episode, because specifically this week, you might some, find some more value over there because every episode of this program, we get transcribed. You can find it over there, jasonlinette.com forward slash 11. So here we go. Five words and patterns that bypass mental blocks. The first word that I'm going to share with you is perhaps a one-word variation of a magical four-word phrase that was probably a big part of your upbringing. Because chances are in your business, it might not be appropriate to suddenly go, well, you know, once upon a time. And suddenly we're all sitting what's now called crisscross applesauce on the carpet squares together listening to a story. Maybe that's right for your business. Chances are it's probably not. But instead, there's a one-word version of Once Upon a Time, which if you go back to episode number seven with Park Howell, we talked about this briefly. This is a word that has significant power to it. The word simply is imagine. By inviting somebody to imagine something, which could be said in a bit of a storytelling tone, or just simply imagine the changes you would create in your business. It could be said very conversationally without much buildup going to it. The benefit of the word imagine, the benefit of that becomes the fact that now I am inviting you to create your own stories, your own representations, your own pictures in your mind. It's where I'll tell you a quick story around this. Years ago, about the time that my son was born, right after he was born, I lost a lot of weight. I went from about 170 pounds, and I'm only about five foot four, down to about five, down to about, still five foot four, down to about 130 pounds. So about 40 pounds of body fat. Actually, I got leaner than that, and then I worked on putting on some strength. Well, I told this story one time to a group, and the, the images in the background, I was using PowerPoint more as an accent, not necessarily all the words on the screen, but I was using the PowerPoint image to accent the story. And it's where someone came up to me after the presentation, and, and mind you, I did not take this as offensive, though someone else could have, because she said to me, she goes, that story of how in one moment you realized it was important to you to get in better shape. I love that. But can I tell you something? The moment you showed the image with the before and after, she goes, here's the disclaimer. The change that you created was very impressive. However, as you told the story, the picture in my mind that I was creating was much more impressive than the one you showed me. Still, you did amazingly well, but she had created a different image. Do you see what's happening here? 
The moment that I showed something, I interrupted the story, the images she was creating in her mind. So this is, again, back to the power of ambiguous words. So the ability to say, well, imagine the changes in your home as you start to make use of this new fill in the blank. By inviting someone to imagine the strongest influence you could ever be ever possibly make use of are the influential images, feelings, sensations, and representations in the mind of your prospect. So find those places that this is where often in one of my classes, it's a languaging course that sometimes my hypnosis community would sign up for, even though it's more of a business course, it's what's now business influence systems. And in that class, I would typically have one half business people and one half hypnotist, counselors, therapists, that sort of community. And the running gag of that event was me sort of politely berating the hypnotist going, stop giving suggestions because they were the ones who were there going and imagine a beautiful scene out in front of you and walking and the comfort all around you and a feeling of confidence. And they're, they're painting the picture when instead the power of silence, the power of knowing when to be quiet, the power of simply saying, let's use an example of someone's some sort of money and finance coach. Well, as you start to pay down that debt and better prepare for save, for retirement with better savings, just imagine the changes that's going to create in your life. And do you see what's happening there? I'm now inviting you to create your own representations rather than me spell it out for you back to the story with the weight loss that the representations in the mind of my audience member, her story was better than mine. So instead, I would rather now when I give that presentation, I don't show the pictures because instead the images and the representations you create because simply I invite you to imagine something that's even more impressive. That's even more magical. So start to go through your materials and start to pull out some of the sensory specific language. Now, later on, I'm gonna be talking about the word picture and how that's a little bit different than imagine and why perhaps you might want to avoid it. But for right now, start to pull out these sensory specific directions, swap it out for imagine, notice what happens. So words that bypass mental blocks, first word was imagine. Let's now move on to the second phrase, which is this next one of allow yourself. Because as you look at these examples of my work for over, over the past few years, allow yourself to start to think about the ways that you can incorporate these principles into your own kitchen. Maybe we're now working with a contractor, perhaps. Allow yourself. Let's pause for a moment and step aside and talk about the difference between authoritative language and permissive language which mind you, the difference between the two is not just in tone of delivery. Authoritative doesn't mean to have to be that I'm shouting and I'm not now domineering you. And permissive doesn't now have to mean that I'm speaking in this relatively weak voice and maybe, no, instead, the difference between authoritative language and permissive language could be as simple as word choice. Because now you are thinking about the ways you could put this into your business. That was actually an authoritative phrase. Meanwhile, Perhaps you can possibly think about the ways you might make use of this. That was permissive, which is a side note, as you go deeper with me, you're gonna to start to learn the value of becoming permissively authoritative or even authoritatively permissive. Stick with me on this. What this basically means is that you are beginning in a permissive tone. And as soon as you have rapport, as soon as you are in sync with the person you are now communicating with, that's when you transition out of permissive language and instead now into authoritative language, which that transition can be extremely subtle. 
because you might be able to notice the ways that you are now considering making use of this. You might was permissive. You are now was authoritative. So the benefit of allow yourself, if I can give you a bigger overriding picture of everything here, if we had to define influence, and again, keep in mind the disclaimer, only to ever use your powers for good, influence is the ability to suggest an idea to somebody and have them to believe as if it was their own. And again, only, only ever use your powers for good here. So the benefit of this phrase, allow yourself. Allow yourself invites someone to take ownership of a suggested series of actions. Well, allow yourself to look through this questionnaire and start to fill out the prompts before you get to the order form. That could be a little bit cleaner, perhaps, given your delivery or the specifics of your sales process, but allow yourself to now start to answer these questions as you imagine yourself now making use of a new marketing company. Do you see how we can start to blend and morph these all together? So allow yourself, invite someone to take a suggested series of actions and bring that in as if they were their own. How cool is that? So allow yourself to consider the steps of this program and imagine what part of this you would like to jump into first. What would that be for you? And do you see that specific pattern? I spoke in ambiguous terms, letting you take full ownership of the language, and then a little bit of what we call strategy feedback. I then asked you a question, which, which in that moment you were now feeding me your buying decision strategies. I told you, right? This stuff's cool. So let's move on to the third word that can bypass mental blocks, which by the way, I have a free resource that I'd love to share with you. This is all about five specific words that bypass mental blocks. Stick around to the end because I'll explain how to get my 11 secret words that sell. It's a free video training you can access right away. I'll tell you where to get that at the end of this. Don't you love a good cliffhanger? Because here comes strategy number three inside of words that bypass mental blocks. Remember. Remember, in terms of this word, it's what we like to call a regressive word. It is bringing you back to a previous experience, which the word remember can be used in many different ways. Let's imagine for a moment, see how I just used one of the words, let's imagine that perhaps in your sales process, maybe you want to invite them to bring up some sort of positive memory. Let's imagine you want to start to paint with the colors of emotions, that you wanna bring about some sort of positive emotional state before you start to go into your final closing moments of going, here's my product, here's my offer, sign on the line, whatever that process would be for you. And you can use the word remember to bring them back to a positive experience where chances are, maybe perhaps in of your communication, you've elicited some stories about things that have gone well in their business. Maybe there's some things that they clearly want to do better. And perhaps you might have the need some places to draw out a positive emotional state and now to better control their own state management and now have that positive mental state before making your offer. Meanwhile, in a disclaimer, again, only ever use your powers for good, maybe perhaps you want to sort of paint the competition with a little bit of a negative brushstroke. Well, maybe based on your communication, you can invite them to remember that vendor that they worked with before that made all sorts of promises and never quite delivered, and they ended up breaking that contract even before the job officially started. I say that as I did that this morning. 
We'll leave the company out. <laughs> but it's where we can now start to invite somebody to remember something, but by inviting them to bring back that memory, it's gonna bring along with it all of the feelings and representations attached to that as well. So recognize we can bypass mental blocks by now bringing out emotion and then riding that emotional wave into the more positive choice that we're now directing towards. Let me sidestep all of this and talk briefly about bypassing mental blocks. That's actually our definition of hypnosis, of bypassing the critical faculty of the conscious mind to then go directly into that subconscious processing, which recognize conscious and unconscious. These are metaphorical constructs. Give us 100 years, we'll have different terminologies for the same thing. Yet again, by hypnotic language patterns, we're bypassing that critical, analytical, rational thinking and going directly into the emotional landscapes of something. That's what these words are helping you to do. Which sets us up now for phrase number four, which I hinted at this one earlier. Picture a day. Picture a day is a bit like imagine, except with this one now, we are inviting them to go specifically into the visual cortex of the mind and to start to create pictures, images, things in their mind that they could actually see, which the benefit of picture a day is it's bringing them out to a future experience. And again, it's up to you now as to what direction of emotion you now direct them toward. It could be picture a day where there you are a few years from now and you haven't made use of something like this service. And just imagine what's going to be happening in your life if you haven't done anything toward this. You know, that's where we're kind of going for that Charles Dickens approach of Ebenezer, here's your ghost of Christmas past, and here's what could have happened out in the future. But then again, we can also use picture a day to inspire some sort of positive outcome. Maybe you're some kind of health coach. Picture a day where that weight is already off your body and you've got that energy to keep up with your kids. What's that going to be like? We're inviting them to in invoke their own emotional states. We're inviting them to create their own images in their mind, which again, as clever as you might think I am, as clever as you might think yourself to be, the representations in the mind of your prospect are so much more valuable. Use these words and patterns, ask a question, they're going to feed you their buying strategies. It's a magical thing. So picture a day is different than remember. Remember is regressive. Picture a day is what we call future pacing. But rather than me spell out the results, instead I am inviting you to create those pictures, those representations, and define for yourself exactly what that is about to become. And word number five, phrase number five, is to immediately find yourself. Ooh, a trio of three words, immediately find yourself. This is a bit like, this is a bit like allow yourself. But the difference with this one is immediately find yourself is bringing them into that present moment mindset. It's bringing them into that mindful experience of right now, that as soon as you make use of something like this, you're going to immediately find yourself looking at all of your marketing and realizing if these five words and patterns are this beneficial to my marketing, there's gotta be even more inside of this full program. See what I just did there? <laughs> so to have that ability to create an idea, to create an epiphany, to create a new discovery, that you can immediately find yourself noticing right away. So the benefit of this one is it takes that future-paced outcome, that future soon-to-happen thing, and brings it immediately into this specific point in time right now. The power of immediacy is huge. 
Because now, as you immediately find yourself plugging these five words and patterns into your marketing, just imagine the changes that will create in your business. And if I was there in front of you right now, I would follow that up with, and what would that be for you? So the ability to create these words and patterns, fold them into what you're already doing, invite some interaction, that's gonna help you to bypass mental blocks and become even more influential. So as you head over to the show notes, jasonlinette.com forward slash 11, you'll find a full transcript of this episode. We'll do a big bullet point list of these five words and patterns. And I made a promise to you earlier because I've actually got a free video training resource called 11 Secret Words That Sell. And it's where now I'll mention to you that I have a free business influence and persuasion Facebook community. And we'll put the link to that in the show notes of this week's episode. When you go to join that group, it's going to ask you to share your email address. And that's where you're going to immediately find yourself receiving access to that video from me with those 11 secret words that sell. A few of them are the words that you've already been introduced to, yet many of them are going to be brand new to you, can help you to add even more impact to your marketing, to speak with greater influence, and to add that positive persuasion to what you do. As always, please use your powers for good, though please reach out to me when you're in that Facebook group. Let me know what words you're making use of. Let me know what little bits and changes you're making to your marketing. Let me know the results that you're finding. You have been listening to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast with Jason Lynette. Please stop everything and start exploring jasonlinette.com for even more business influence and persuasion resources. Make it a priority right now to subscribe to this program and listen to every episode because the next one may reveal that one hypnotic influence secret to massively scale your success. Change your words, change your business, change your life. Get even more at jasonlinette.com.